The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. Join us around the pit as we talk all things barbecue. Now here is your host, Johnny Mags. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. What is going on, everybody? We have gotten into May. Yes, happy May. It is. Everything's fully fired up, ready to go. The competitions in the area have begun. Mm-hmm. Actually, they started at early, the beginning of April. A few of them, and we got it. But now the now it's really now it's up. it's really rolling on. The, yeah. the the dust and the rust has been knocked off, and everybody's ready to go. So what's yeah. up there, Chrissy? Oh, you know, nothing much. Living life, having a great time. Absolutely. Yeah. Just had my birthday party this weekend gone. It was a very belated birthday party, but because of everything that happened in February, so yeah. we had the '80s party this weekend gone. Rocked it out at Sadie's. It was a great time. So nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 19 again, I suppose. Exactly. Yeah, for, like, girl. for like the 20 something time. I don't know. Don't do that, Matt. That's not actually true. I'm not that old. <laughs> but yeah, I'm happy the good weather's here. I was definitely over the winter. So let's go. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So we got a great episode this week. We mm-hmm. got my boy Rico Pasquale joining us from Q Shanty. Yeah. And uh, local team, like I said, getting a bunch of, trying to get. Throughout the year, about a bunch of the local guys. Yeah. To, with everything they're doing, because they're fucking crushing it. Yeah. The stuff they're doing, all the between the competition themselves, they're members of, you know, Greek, Big Green Egg and all the egg fests and things like that. But we will get to this. So let's get rolling, Christy. Let's Today's do it. episode brought to you by <gasps> the number one best tasting shake on the planet. That would be Uncle Steve's Shake. Uncle Steve's Shake is handmade, hand measured, hand mixed, and hand packed. Uncle Steve's Shake is made with the finest of ingredients and comes in 13 amazing flavors, with the latest edition being the CJ's West Coast Shake. I still don't have any, by the way, Uncle Steve. If you're listening. He's supposed to be sending me a box. Yay. <laughs> Including the competition line as well and the incredible dessert shake. And don't forget the newest addition to the Uncle Steve family, the sauce with no name. No matter what you are eating, Uncle Steve has a shake for it and also now a sauce. I had it on pizza last night. <laughs> if you have any questions, Uncle Steve has great customer service to help you with all your shake needs. Go to UncleStevesShake.com to order your shakes today. Also on that website, you're going to find some fantastic shake tips and recipes. You're going to be amazed at just how versatile Uncle Steve's shakes really are. And that is the dead set truth. I use it on so many different things. Uh, Also, while you're over there on the internets, uh, go to Facebook and join Uncle Steve's Shake Nation to stay up to date with all the latest creations made using Uncle Steve's Shakes and maybe even share some of your own while you're there. It's time to step up your backyard barbecue and your competition barbecue game with Uncle Steve's Shake. Uncle Steve's Shake shakes some on literally everything. Absolutely. Today also brought to you by Two Guys Smoke Shop and TwoGuysCigars.com. Whether I'm barbecuing or not, I always keep the smoke rolling. Thanks to my friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. Today I am smoking the, I don't know. Oh. Mr. Jonathan handed me an unbanded. Ooh. So 
this could be one of the shop specials it could be, or it could be plus ninety. Uh, yeah, yeah, plus ninety. Are so you enjoying it, it though? It is fantastic. Of course it is. It came from Two Guys Cigars. That's right. But thanks to my friends at twoguyscigars.com, I get to smoke some of the best cigars in the world, and so can you. Just visit twoguyscigars.com for your perfect barbecue companion. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Today's show also brought to you by MagnaChef Gloves. Whether you're the family grill master or a professional pit master, quality tools make it easier for you to be your best on that grill. Longtime firefighter and founder of MagnaChef, Alan Fante, knows a thing or two about fire management. He designed the MagnaChef Gloves and the Freedom Barbecue Gloves for you to get in and out of fast. With the magnetic swivel plates, you can easily slip in and out of these gloves. They will keep your hands cool and allow you to cook and grill safely. No more getting stuck in hot gloves. Depending on your glove preference, MagnaChef Glove has two fantastic options for you. The first being the classic MagnaChef Barbecue Glove, which is made of food-grade silicon. It has a web fit for firmer grip, dishwasher safe, one size fits all, heat rated up to 500 degrees Fahrenheit and comes in, what is it, five amazing flavors? Flavors? Jesus, colors. Colors. Good morning. Same difference. Uh, and they also come with the Freedom Barbecue Gloves as your other option, which is a five-finger flexible and pliable grip, a 14-inch long cuff to protect your forearms, made of a heat-resistant neoprene, heat rated up to 932 degrees Fahrenheit. I don't even know how hot that is. Is. It's very. It sounds it. These gloves help extend your time over that fire. Both styles of MagnaChef gloves are great for barbecue and kitchen use. Head on over to MagnaChef.com today. That's M-A-G-N-E-Chef.com and order yourself uh, one of each pair today. And at the checkout, make sure you use the promo code FREEDOMLIVES for 10% off your order. MagnaChef barbecue gloves master the fire. Freedom barbecue gloves take a stand. Free your hand. Also brought to you by CustomCuttingBoardsRUs.com. Ian Hemming is creating what I call the Yeti of cutting boards. These boards take an absolute beating, and they hold up. From the dishwasher board, which is your standard countertop size board, to the absolutely massive 18 by 36-inch brisket board. And for all our pizza cookers out there, he's got you covered, too. With the pizza board for that perfect slice every time. UV protected, deep lip reservoir to catch all that juicy goodness from whatever proteins you're cooking. The rubber nubs on the bottom. So even on a wet surface, these boards will not slide on you. Push them around all you want. They will not move. No more accidental slips in a cut. You're good to go. Check them out at CustomCuttingBoardsRUs.com and tell them I sent you. That's CustomCuttingBoardsRUs.com. That's the letter R-Us.com. All right. Let's roll. We're, we're hometown. We're local. Highlighting one of the boys that I will be competing with. This year on hopefully multiple occasions. Hopefully. So let's get right to it. Ladies and gentlemen from Q Shanty, please welcome Rico Pasquale. Rico, what's up, brother? What's up, Johnny? How are you doing today, buddy? Hanging in, kid. How How's everything going with you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Just on my lunch break. Enjoying life. boy, boy. How's all the wedding plans going? Uh, crazy. Let's put it that way. <laughs> we, have, we have our uh, cupcake tasting tonight. We're actually using a local family friend of ours. I work with uh, her boyfriend or co-partner in life, and 
she's doing all our cupcakes for our wedding because we're not doing a traditional cake. I'm doing the cupcakes. There you go. Nothing wrong with that. Yep. Nate. And then menu planning is basically all done. It's getting done by one of my sponsors and one of my best friends, Chef Dan Lane. So I'm pretty proud of that. And we're kind of working together on getting the menu perfect. And it'll be a great time. Beautiful, brother. Beautiful. So, dude, thank you so much for taking time. I know we had talked, uh, you know, a few weeks ago, and we were going to try to shoot to hopefully sometime in June. But, uh, you know, the, the things with this, things happen on the different ends, and we had a cancellation. I'm like, yo, Rico, you able to do it? He goes, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. So let's roll, brother. So please tell everybody who you are, where you're from, what you do, and how you are. Uh, you know, being from New England, how you got into barbecue? All right. Uh, I'm Rico Pasquale. Real name's Enrico, but everyone knows me as Rico or the young kid, but that's not anymore. I started doing the competition circuit when I was 16 years old. And to be honest, it's probably one of the best experiences of my life. I've been now doing it while my 11th season of cooking. I started off as a couple of different names. I was Young Guns Barbecue when I first started out because I was a young kid and I thought I knew everything. Yep. Then I went on a mentoring season with Q and Half Men who no longer competes. I did. I went to the Jack in 2014 with them and we did pretty well at the Jack. We actually had a first place chef's choice down there for the Jack. Wow. And then I went to JR's Big Little with a buddy of mine. And then that only lasted a year. And then we continue as JR's big and little just because of sponsorships and all that stuff. Yeah. But then after that year, I talked to all my sponsors. I'm like, guys, I'm changing my name. It's going to be Q Shanty. I'm going to represent myself. And it's going to be the brand I'm going to roll with for the rest of my life. And I mean, I've been now on Q Shanty for the past five years, almost six years now competing with that name. And the name actually came from my father. Yeah. Because when I first started, I was the shanty of the fleet. I was put it between two RVs and squished in with a little trailed stick burner and sleeping in a cot on a cot underneath a, underneath an awning or my parents were sleeping in the trucks and the cars and we were just going. I mean, but it's been a big family thing. I mean, my whole family's got involved. The fiance is now involved in it. So we roll with it. And, but really it wouldn't be, we couldn't do what we do and be able to be as many concerts as I do without my sponsors. As, as everyone knows, I am sponsored by different companies. Uh, Chef Dan Lane, Rubs and Seasonings and Sauces, Ink Bird, Manchester Barbecue Pellets, Better Wood Products, Lum Charcoal, Flame and Grill Products, and then I'm also one of the Smithfield teams for a committed cook for Smithfield Foods. And then Oklahoma Joe's, Oklahoma Joe's uh, picked me up about three years ago. So we roll with Broncos to every competition. You at least see two to three Broncos with me. And I love cooking on drums. I just recently started going more into the pellets. I like the pellets, my old, my low and slow overnight, and that's how I am. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, those Manchester pellets, those are phenomenal. I've been yeah, – um, That's a great facility as well. I toured the whole facility. I've been down there twice already, and it's a great time. Yes. Um, we had we – had, obviously, you know, we had Scott on a few weeks back, and, uh, you know, he sent me a bag, and, yeah, they're – they're a top-notch pellet, you know, every, and, and then with the process he goes through for the production line of them, it's, you know, they're, def they're definitely the top of the line for sure 
as far as, you know, as the pellets go. Great burn, great flavor off of them, top-notch. Great and local, you know, yep. local to New England, which is nice. So what made you, you were saying that you started at 16. What made you do it? Obviously, was it, was it you know, you said your parents were in, so you just kind of fell in line or, no, you know. So I started off. My parents supported me. They never really thought this barbecue thing was going to actually take off the way it has been over the years. Um, it all started when I was like 10, 11 years old. My mom, it was always me and my mom at home during the day, at nighttime because my dad works nights. So I was always cooking with my mom in the house and all that stuff. And I started cooking on the outside propane grill and I had a little Weber kettle just fooling around and went to a 4th of July party. And my uncle's ribs tasted like lighter fluid. And I looked at him dead in the face and said, next year I'm coming back with better ribs. So that going in, I then I went to a Votech High School for culinary arts. I actually went to Bristol Plymouth. And my high school chef there goes, I need a whole bunch of yard work done. I'll pay you a hundred bucks. I'm like, no, how about you buy me my first smoker? And that's how it all kind of came about with me cooking barbecue and ever since then i think i've gone through 35 different kinds of smokers over the years i've done countless things i mean my barbecue isn't just for me i feed a homeless shelter two homeless shelters once a month we feed them and that rubs and seasonings go to that as well so a lot of the stuff i do isn't just for competition it's for everybody else around us too and all that stuff Oh, beautiful! Yeah, it's it's the it's the giving back that you know barbecue allows everybody to do, and everybody you know embraces it wholeheartedly. You know, um, you know, you doing that. They had a they had a big thing the other day. I saw on one of the things. You know, Dave Grohl, who um, is you know he jumped feet first into barbecue, like he didn't have enough going on. You know, in the music biz, but yep. you know, they, uh, you know, he was doing, you know, homeless shelters and he does all types of charity events. And, but, but, you know, he's just one of the names. Obviously, you do it. Everybody gives back to however, however we can. You know, I know, you know, you're a member of New England Pit Masters. And a few years ago, we had that giant, wonderful event for uh for bk's nephew aiden you know and it was you know the turnout everyone came out in full force you know we met a bunch of everybody for the first time and all hit it off you know i think that that was the actual first time i ever met greg was that thing because i was you know i grew up literally across the street from kevin you know i've known kevin literally from the day he was born you know, and hey, we're doing this thing. If you're around, absolutely. So I jumped in, and we just had a time. But it's that constant giving back that barbecue allows us to do. You know, because we're so passionate for it. Everybody loves it. It goes over great, and you know, it's it's the the philanthropy in barbecue is. You can't really put a level on it, that it's all about giving back in every aspect that we can. 
But it was, I love the fact that you said, you know, you started at 16. Because I wish <laughs> I knew that back when I was, you know, 16, 18, you know, instead of picking it up whenever the hell I did, you know, mid-30s, mid to late 30s, you know, it's like, oh, my God, I've been missing out on all of this for so long. and But, you know, that's fantastic that, you know, you're really what is what we talk about, you know, the youth bringing the youth into it, you know, now you're, you know, obviously you're a seasoned veteran, but you want to, we always want to keep barbecue and competition barbecue going. And it's like, okay, how do you get the younger generation to jump in on this? You know, we all, a lot of us have the same story. We were sitting around watching TV one day and you turn on TV and Barbecue Pitmasters was on, and everyone said the same, the famous last words, huh, I can do that. And sure yeah. enough, boom, we, we all, a lot, so many people have that same story, and it's great. Um, what have you learned from barbecue, or especially the, the barbecue competition scene? So, in general, the competition scene has taught me a lot. Um, doesn't matter how you think your food tastes. It's what the judges think at the end of the day. But the biggest thing that you're going to learn is you got to be able to take your own criticism. You can think something might taste great and you pass into that judge and they think it's mm -hmm. horrible. You need to be able to take those scores and learn from them. So over the past couple of weeks, as you've seen, I've been doing the SCA events. And I just helped out a bit buddy of mine from Big Bobby's Q this past couple of weeks ago doing his case, his first ever case BS. And day one, my ribs came out great. I did a seventh place overall with those ribs and the one meat rib. And then the next day, my ribs were 31st. Yeah. And it was the same exact recipe. And it was just how it comes out. And, but the biggest thing I've learned is that everyone in the competition field will help you out if you have a question. We're not, Everyone might not give you the exact recipe they're doing, but they'll give you tips and tricks on how to yeah. fix something. I mean, people ask me, hey, can you show me how you trim your pork? Or can you talk to me about how you do this? Yeah, here you go. Because I can give you all the knowledge, but you have to be able to cook what I'm giving you. Yeah. And that's the hardest part is some people don't. Like I've taken uh, shake and bake and get basics class for Blues Hog barbecue on the drums. A lot of what I learned from that class I still use but I learned more techniques and how to manage the drum fires with those classes. Mm -hmm. Flavors up here in New England are completely different than down everywhere else because we're a melting pot of all different kinds of people. So that being said, with me, I can only afford five to six, comp five to seven, five to eight comps a year. Yeah. And I might not come out a grand champion, but it's me being able to cook and represent the brands I represent and being able to do what i love is cooking but if you realize i'm not just a barbecue cook i get into all different other cooking arenas too i've qualified three times for world foods i've been at the final table for culinary fight club twice past time i was in culinary fight club i was in the top 10 so everything you do you're learning something else yeah it's not just doing what you want to do it's 
every time you light that smoker, you're going to learn something different. And that's how I think every day. Yeah. And, you know, going back and hearing the stories of the old, old, old days, um, you know, and it's like, oh, you know, everybody was hush, hush and not saying anything. No, hell no, 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 no. But now, you know, as the, the years have gone by um, and, you know, technology has gotten to where it was, you know, back in the days, there was no Internet. You know, there was no Google. There was YouTube, Facebook, the different forums. You know, there was none of that. And, you know, today, you know, I, I, don't, I don't have cable television up in my house. Granted, up where I live, it's a pain in the ass to get it in work on a regular basis anyway. But all, all I do is the YouTube or the streaming things, you know, and, and it's, all, it's all food related. You know, and I'm watching these videos and how this one does that, how that one prepares this, and, you know, and it's constantly making notes. You know, I remember, like I said, with Pitmasters, I, I watch the show, but it's, shit, it's still on syndication. It'll be on all day on Saturday, this Saturday on one of the channels, but I got to the point of I'd watch the show, but I wasn't watching the show i was looking in the background what is that bottle on that shelf or what is this you know you know what, what the one i always bring in is uh mo case on and it was back in the day when he was still cooking on the eggs nope. and he had he had the bottles turned a certain way and the camera guy moved and showed i'm like that's blues hog Barbecue sauce, you know, okay, it's the red, okay, so he's using the Tennessee red, and it's like, okay, you know, just noticing that little things, and uh, it was fantastic, but yeah, man, I am excited, you know, I've done the competitions in the past, the, you know, the little backyard ones, brewery ones, we, uh, me, Messy Mike, uh, the first year was Crowdy Chris, MVP, did up at um up at Smutty Nose Brewery in Northampton, and you know two they've only they only had it for two years, which was somewhat little disappointing because it was a good time, but uh you know we had, we brought home uh, first place ribs both years, and the second year I brought home the the chicken wings, but you know talking to those guys there. You know, there was restaurateurs, caterers, you know, just just the camaraderie picking the brains. And with with me at the post office, it's tough to do the competitions. Like you had said, first off, we only got so much money. <laughs> and what we do is an extremely expensive sport. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and with me, we always work Saturdays. So I need to get Friday and Saturday off to do a competition and be able to load stuff up. So now that I got the new rig, you know, all I do is hook it to the hook it to the back of the truck and I go. So it's like, okay, I got no damn excuse this year. I need to get into different ones and get going. So the first one I have we have coming up is going 
course, I'm, I'm just like Greg in this, Greg and the boys in this aspect. First official competition, let's just go to the Granite State Barbecue Championship, KCBS, and the, let's roll the friggin' dice, <laughs> you know. And, but that's going to be great. Um, I'm so excited about that. We've been running around getting all the, the rest of the equipment I needed and all this. Unfortunately, when we were talking, you said you're not going to be there that week because you're going to be doing uh, one of the egg fests. Tell us a yes, little about I got, that. I got asked by my local Ace Hardware in Eastern Mass to do their egg fest, and it's an opportunity I cannot pass up. I mean, I don't normally cook on an egg. I told him I straight up, I'm like, I've never cooked on one. He goes, I don't care. I want you because you shop here every week. I want you come. You're always in here. You're always buying stuff. I just want these people to see what you can cook. So I'm still playing around with a couple ideas for that dish. I'm going to do two different things. I know for a fact I'm going to do a bacon wrap meatball stuff with mozzarella cheese. Okay. With a with some kind of different kind of sauce. But then I want to bring out my culinary side, and I think I'm going to end up doing my steak crostinis that took eighth place in culinary fight club. I'm debating oh. on it. I just don't know yet if I'm going to be able to have the time or the help per mm. se, because the steak crostinis take a lot of time and a lot of effort to yeah. do a lot of prep beforehand. And I don't think the fiance wants to sit there and break <laughs> crostinis again. Cause I think she was scarred for life from fight club. <laughs> we made 460 samples of them. So yeah. I think she's a little still scarred with my crostinis, but if I don't do that, I might do um, a braised beef short rib wrapped in bacon. We had those at our work Christmas party. And then a week later I was making them for family parties, but putting my own twist on them. And I got to say, I like just being around playing around and having fun. Yeah. You cook the full basic meats all day long, but you just gotta. Lights out. Sorry about, <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> just in my office, but uh, they just, you cook the full meats. You got to have fun and play around with different ideas and creativity. Yeah. And, for me, I don't know. I just like doing oddball things. Like we did the pizza SC, the pizza SCA. She took, she did it for her first every time and took 10th place. It was under my name, but I was so proud of her. And then for the campground one, she came up with my idea to do a shrimp scamp, uh, bacon wrap scallop pizza okay. with a bechamel sauce. So she came up with the idea. I had to execute it. I kind of, tweaked it on my own end adding a pesto aioli on top and that stuff but it came out second place and without her i probably would not have thought about doing a seafood style pizza to be honest yeah that's so, you know and then that, you just that's, gotta play around yeah and, and that's the other thing you know you're having conversations with people and it's like yeah i'm gonna try this oh you should try this because and like you said, with the with the criticism and the people's opinions, you all just take it in. Don't take it personal. You know, just absorb it all. And like you said, you went there and led to the placing. You yeah. know, I wouldn't have never thought of that, but I gave it a shot, and you know, hell, it worked, and that's how I do it uh, for all out. So it, that'll be great. Um, but yeah, the egg fests are a great time. I know, um, you know, C Mac. He does. He's he just became this year. He is one of the one of the big green egg team members. Yep. So he went down um, 
shit, he went down the whole East Coast back in October, you know, from starting in Massachusetts all the way down to Florida and all the way back doing the, the egg fests with everybody. And But, yeah, that that that's awesome. So that'll be a ton of fun for you. Yeah, I just like it because I can be able to promote myself as well. Yeah. And I'm going to use a lot of, like, my competition flavors, to be honest. I'm going to go into – I told – the owner, I'm like, I'm going to go into that ace that Tuesday or Wednesday and just buy all of the stuff off the shelf that I'm going to use. And he goes, okay, that's fine. <laughs> and I'm like, I would rather use what I know and I'll bring Chef Dan Lane stuff, of course, because he's one of my best friends and he's actually, I do a lot of catering with him. He's part of his Chef Dan Lane experience. I help him out with that a lot and I help promote his barbecue sauces and his rubs. So I'll be using a lot of that stuff too. But I just kind of want to go have fun with it. I never done one before. I've actually never attended one, to be honest. Yeah. I'm every time they're around, it's always a competition. So I normally always choose a competition over this, but it's in my backyard. It's only ten minutes from my house. I was like, oh, I gotta take yeah. this opportunity when I can. Heck yeah. And and the great, you know, C Mac was telling us about them that at the end they um they sell all the cookers that have been used. So if there was ten different pro setups going, they'll send they'll sell all ten, and you know at, obviously at a discounted rate because they're now used once. But yeah. you know, and a lot because a lot of them, like you said, what comes back to giving back. There's usually a charity of some sort involved, and you know, obviously the the cost of the cooker gets taken care of and but then the rest goes to whatever charity that they're uh they're working with at the at the time which is which is fantastic so that's egg fest so that's going to be june 3rd and 4th but uh you got one coming up this weekend in jamestown yes we do i will be so jamestown's gonna be fun i'm actually cooking the competition and i'm also going to be cooking for the judging class as well oh so, so i'm cooking the chicken and the pork matt's backyard barbecue is cooking the ribs and the brisket for the judging class there's a okay. specific criteria we got to cook for that yeah and that's gonna be fun it's gonna be my first time ever cooking for it but i think it's gonna be a blast okay we'll be meeting my dad friday night cooking together to cook for that class because my mom, my fiance, and my sister, and the puppies aren't coming down until Saturday afternoon. So it'll be a nice little father-son time for a little bit. You said puppies? Yes. So so dogs, you can bring dogs to the competitions? Yes. Okay. Depending upon which event you can bring your dogs. Okay. that That's good to know because Mrs. Mags had asked that. She goes, what the hell are we going to do with these two idiots? I'm like, so, uh, I go, I'm pretty sure some of them, I go, we got to check it out, but. Good to know. Good to know. Okay. You're not allowed to yeah. because you're on the Budweiser Brewery, yeah. but any like one that's at a campground or anything like that, you can bring your dogs. I mean, I've always brought my dogs. If long as I can bring my dogs, they're going. Yeah. They're, they're part of the cooking team. They're, they're oh. outside every time we're cooking. Oh. They're trying to steal some snacks off the grill. So, oh yeah. You know, they, they, they're, they're my worst critics. Those two. You know, because every because everything I eat is everything I give them is great. I go so they're the worst judges of my stuff. You know, so I, it's like stay the hell back. But you said something before that was very interesting. I've never actually 
heard it before. Um, the the cooking for the judging classes, and you know, you said it was specific criteria. What are some of those points that you have to hit? Because are you gonna do? Is it okay? Your regular cook, and no. then you do another one, and you kind of jack it up a little bit. No, so for the judging class, they're not really going on flavor. They're more trying to show you what a box is, what you're allowed to do in a box. So part of it could be show what you do two boxes of each meat. So you do two chicken boxes, one that's legal, one that's not legal. Okay. So legal would mean perfectly allowed, another one not. So it just depends upon how you're looking at it. Some could have a, a piece of tinfoil, a small little piece of tinfoil in the box. Some could be the sauce pulled in the corner. So just like that kind of stuff. Yeah. And Kathy training with inclusive barbecue is giving us all the rubs and sauces that we're using for it. We're not, you're not even, we're not even allowed to touch anything from our competition side of what we're doing. Okay. It's just cooking the meat, putting the meat in the box and just giving, giving these people who have never judged something, just some kind of criteria to understand and how to do it. Okay. Now, do they go, you know, full KCBS judging or so you got the, you know, you get the, the green bed or do yep. they also do some of the other ones that there's, you know, there's, there's no garnish on it. Just, just tin so foil. It's going to be all green beds. Okay. Um, some might have red tip kale in it. Some might have a spinach in it. It's just that you're just trying to show them how to pick up these little things because you can, you can't, teach someone how to taste something. Yeah. You can't teach someone what tenderness is that people will learn that over time for trying barbecue and learning how to judge it. What you're trying to show them is like the basics, like what you're looking at when you're trying to parent something or that kind of stuff. You're trying to give them a baseline of everything because your palate can be completely different than my palate. It's just how human life is. And that's the biggest thing that this class is going to teach you is just, what to look for. It's not going to teach you the flavors you're, you're having for competition. It's just teaching you what to look for. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Cause you know, I always wondered that, you know, I, I gotta, at some point I gotta, I want to take one of the judging classes, but when you said that, that's, I found that very interesting on you guys, were, you and Matt were cooking for it. So, yeah. So like, I didn't know if, you know, so, so it's all like the appearance and the, the big, the, Basically, the disqualifying aspects of it, if there's this, it, you know, illegal materials in a box, like you said, tin foil, pooled sauce, you know, a toothpick or, or you and know, then, something like that. Then not cutting all your meat all the way through and one judge gets nothing and the other judge gets both pieces of ribs or a piece of chicken. Yeah. It's it, just that kind of stuff you're looking at. Interesting. Interesting. That, that's, that's great. I love that aspect of it. See, I mean, see, it's always learning something here. So, Rico, you're a great teacher, brother. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, my pleasure. I try, I try to. I mean, even when you're up in Grand State, if you got any questions, I'm only a message away if you need oh, anything. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. You know, because, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so looking forward to meeting everybody, you know, you've been seeing all the, the posts and everything and the, the, the comments and the different posts and but they actually, you know, get to meet people face to face. Finally, is going to be great because you know I, um, obviously, I'm, you know, I know Matt and I've I've known I've known Billy 
Gillespie for years now. So it's going to be great to hang out with them, but I'm looking forward to just meeting everybody. And, you know, like you said, it it, it, it comes down to, a, you know, the barbecue fam thing. You oh. know, everybody's so friendly. You know, you need something. Oh, yeah, here you go. I got, I got an extra one of these. Uh, hey, you got this? Absolutely. There you go. And, you know, yeah, just the, the whole camaraderie. Barbecue family's real. I mean, there's a, couple, there's a team coming in from – Florida for Corey's main. I'm actually going to give him drums to use. I'm going to give him a Cambro, a couple tables, and I'll just roll up. We'll bring my mom's truck to tow the trailer. I'll put a little setup for him in my truck and just drive right up and go. Because if you travel anywhere, you can make a phone call in a moment's notice. And if you want to go cook anywhere in the country, there's always people who are willing to help you. So help out as much as you can when someone's coming up here and need something. Oh, yeah. You know, I was, I was talking um, oh, we, where the hell was I? Oh, I was down in Houston for the the Houston Livestock and Rodeo, and I was I was hanging out with Rob Arosha from Bullhorn Barbecue, and uh, and I, so we we got talking, and he's like, you know, what's the what's the clumps up your way looking? I go, dude, it's getting bigger and bigger every year, which is fantastic, you know, and you know, right off the bat, a lot of that goes, you know, to to Kathy, the barbecue mom. You know, also to Jeremy for putting on all his comps as well. And then also a good thanks to Scott and Scott and Jeff for doing some of the smaller comps and trying to get SCA more involved up here in New England as well. Yeah. But everybody's just, and that's their part-time stuff. They still got full, full full-time gigs and they're doing that in in their spare time on, on a lunch break or a, you know, at night and, you know, still running the household and everything. So, you know, the, the tireless work they put in and it's great to see all these comps and, you know, the qualifiers and the automatics. And so I was telling, I go, dude, we got a, we got a couple up there that are automatics for the Jack. And he goes, really? I go, yeah. I go, it's coming along. I go, I know you people guys don't want to believe this shit, but New England is coming into its own. And, I go, we got heavy hitters week in, oh. week out. He goes, he goes, you know anybody who's got any drums that I can cook on? I go, I'm sure we could find them. I'm sure we can find them, brother. Hop, let me, if you're going to do it, let me know. You yeah. win your flight, I'll pick you up. We'll get, we'll, we'll start making calls and messages and we'll get you some equipment. And he's like, oh, you know, but it's. And it, it was vice versa. If you ever want to cook in Texas, let me know. I got this. I got that. I'm, you know, okay. You know, which is just a beautiful thing. Um, like I said, I don't, I know you're on your lunch break, so I appreciate all the time you've given me. No, but I, I as far it. as the cooking and the competitions, and like I said, we go back to what you said earlier. You started at 16. What advice would you give the the youth that are thinking about getting into what we do. Make sure you got your parents on board because it's not a cheap hobby and you need someone to financially back you to be able to go do this. I mean, my parents for four years were paying all my bills to be able to go do this so I could go to college. I could have a job, put money in a savings account. And what the biggest thing is, is go have fun. Yeah. You're not you're, you're not going to learn unless you dive headfirst into competition cooking. 
because you're, you're cooking your backyard. It's completely different. You're trying to enjoy a meal with your friends and family, and you go into a one-bite competition on this. That's the biggest thing I've learned. That's the biggest thing I learned with my best friend who passed away, who was my original cooking partner. We both said to each other that I can cook for the backyard. Can I really cook for these judges? And yeah. and that's the hardest thing yeah. is cooking for judges. But I love it. And you just got to love what you do. If you love what you do, it's not a day's worth of work at a competition. Yeah. And that that's what I'm looking forward to the most is, uh, you know, seeing seeing where my stuff stacks up. You know, like I said, this is the first quarter, you know, sanctioned professional comp that I've been do- going to be doing. And, you know, just to see where it is. And I, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day. He's like, oh, boy, you, you got you, you, you got bit. So yep. just get ready and hang on. I'm like, I appreciate that. I understand that. And he, um, the hell, where the hell was I going with this? I forgot. That, but the competition is yeah, going to come back. You're, you're cooking. I go, he goes, what goals you got? I go, honestly? I got one goal and one thought process mindset. My first, my only goal is to make turn-ins. Yep. And then my only mindset is just cook. Don't think about it. Just do what I do. It's got different setting, so many people around. So just make turn-ins and just cook. That's where I'm at. If I finish dead ass last. I still finished. Yep. You know, and as you're long, still there. That's it. As long as I made those turn-ins and that's anything else is bonus time as far what as I'm concerned. What are you cooking concerned. for brisket for that competition? You cooking Snake River or what are you going to cook? I am looking at um, Snake River or uh, the meat shop at Kevin Green's down in Pensacola. Oh. And looking at uh, Marble Ridge as well on that. Marble Ridge? Okay. Yes. That's uh, Tim Shears from Gate, uh, Gateway Drum Smokers and Shake and Bake. That's his farm. He runs that farm as well. Okay. And I've used those briskets now for two years, and I actually think those are a little bit better than Snake Grove Farms. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, when you get a chance, me- message me that name because I actually – I got I to gotta call a place today that – it's been, like I said, these damn things listen to you. Yep. Okay? Because I was having this conversation with Mrs. Mags, and it's like, oh, you know, Snake River, Kevin, you know, Mr. Brisket out in Ohio. And all of a sudden, I got a feed in my Facebook feed of a place. I don't want to say anything right now because it could be a secret for me. But literally, right down the street from me, of and they do Wagyu. I need to find out, though, it's more looking like they just are a processor and don't really um, have a... I think a I know exactly where you're talking about. Yeah, okay. One of my buddies is, uh, was talking to them for a little bit. Yeah. So I think I know exactly All right, I'll just throw it out there. New, all of a sudden, I opened a Facebook feed and right in their bold print, New England Wagyu, Senna yep. Bonstead, New Hampshire. And I went, no shit. At a, on South Bonstead Road, which I live off of North Bonstead Road. So we're really close. Yep. <laughs> you know, so I got to give them a, a shout to see what's going on with that. But, uh, 
But yeah, I was going to ask. So yeah, if you can message me that name too, I'll yeah. check those out. But yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be one of those. You know, a couple of my buddies in Texas are like, dude. He goes, dude. I've won the KCBS on a, uh, you know, a very low prime. It's like, yeah, yeah. it's you know, it, it's possible. It's possible. Of course it but, is. You know, uh, you got the right when table. You're up here in New England, you got the tough teams, and that's about it. Ninety percent of the fields cooking wagyu. Yeah, it's kind of tough. Yeah, you, you 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 can't do it. You know, you know, maybe some of them okay. I'll run a nice prime because, like you said, it all comes down to that money aspect too. Nope. <laughs> you know, it's like I I, I show Mrs. Hanks. I go, yeah, this is uh, this is Snake River Farms brisket. And she she looked at it and went, holy shit. I go, oh yeah, add shipping on top of that. <laughs> yeah, but that's why I only cook commodity on pork. I only cook commodity chicken. The only yeah. thing I spend the money for is, is my yeah. is my brisket. I'll yeah. cook, and people laugh and go, "You cook Smithfield." Yeah, I yeah. like the brand. I like the product. Yeah, I mean, it's I, don't, a nice... I don't need to go buy. I don't need to go buy compart pork. Yeah, I don't. I don't no. need to. I know my recipe will work with using this. Yes, I'll ride that wave up and down, up and down, yeah. depending upon the quality of what I'm getting, but I know what my food's supposed to taste like coming out of that. Yeah. So as long as you're happy with what you turn in, yeah. that's what matters most. hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, Rico, man, I appreciate you. I appreciate uh, you jumping in, in last minute. I knew we were talking about doing this and it wouldn't be till, you know, sometime near the end of June, but Fortunate enough, we had a cancellation, and yo, I'm in. I'm like, all right, brother. So I appreciate yep. your time, man. No, where, I appreciate it. Where can everybody find you, social media, and start following what you got going on? So Q Shanty on Facebook, Q Shanty BBQ on Instagram, or on my personal Instagram and personal Facebook, Rico Pasquale. We're, we are on TikTok, but I'm not really active on it. I'm trying to get better at it, <laughs> but it's very tough for me. With the wedding, school, work, it's very tough. Oh, but, yeah. uh, but no, look at the Q Shanty BBQ page on Instagram. That's where you see all my all my up-to-date stuff is all on there. Beautiful. Beautiful. I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Oh, uh, no worries. Hang in one second. I'll jump right back in with you. Let me just close this out. Awesome, Chrissy. Fantastic. Like I said, another great guy, local guy. Yeah. You know. Started as a kid, mm-hmm. so just just beautiful, and just showing that amazing barbecue community sense again. The fact that he gives yeah. back, and and like he said, they feed the homeless and things like that. I think that's just that's it's fantastic to see. Yeah, so awesome. so great. I'm so happy we were able to get that done a little yeah. earlier than we were expecting. It's perfect. You know, so like I said, once I'm out there in June, I know. I'll meet a bunch of the more guys and we'll set all types of stuff up. Awesome. But next week, we finally have our reschedule from our little snowstorm we had oh, on yeah, that yeah. Tuesday. Yep. So next week, Sterling Big Papa Ball Ooh. will be joining us from, you know, obviously Big Papa Smokers, yeah. BigPapaSmokers.com. And he might have been, had a little affiliation with, uh, you know, Ernie Ball, guitar strings and ball guitars. And, yeah. You know, he has his hands in so many things. He's in great interview. And I got a little inside information on a little project he has working oh, awesome. with another barbecue legend. 
So hopefully we can drag a little bit of that out. But that's it for this week, folks. Thank you all for joining us. Check out the video on Facebook and YouTube on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button, notification bell. Got all the episodes right at your fingertips. Find all the social media links down below. Questions and comments, please send them to the Pit Life BBQ Podcast at gmail.com. And like always, subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit that share button. And until next week, keep the smoke rolling. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.